Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, The New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today, we get to speak with Tom Schwab. He is known as the godfather of podcast interview marketing, and he uses a targeted podcast interview system as a powerful marketing channel. He's the founder of Interview Valet, which you might have heard of, and is also the author of Podcast Guest Profits, How to Grow Your Business with a Targeted Interview Strategy. Welcome to the show, Tom. Flavia, I'm thrilled to be here. I'm excited to be here. And it's so it's kind of meta. And I don't mean in the Facebook way. I can't believe they took that word out of sort of our normal conversation. I mean, meta, like we are on a podcast, we are talking about podcasts, and you are known as the godfather of podcasts. So this is all kind of weird full circle. We're talking about the thing that we are actually doing at the moment, which I love. And we don't have a lot. I don't think I've had any other entrepreneurs who would be considered sort of the podcast person. So you are a first. Excellent. And if you're listening to this, at least you know what a podcast is. Oh, I know. So you're ahead of the game on this interview because I'm sure you maybe you're on YouTube and doing other things or up on a stage. I know you've done um, some pretty big events up on some stages with a lot of people watching. And uh, some of those people may have thought, I don't even listen to podcasts. I have no idea you know, what's that about. So we are ahead of the game. We can skip over what is a podcast <laughs> and we can get right to why are podcasts important. Perfect. And I, I look at it as it's not about the podcast, it's about the connection, right? I believe that today, the biggest problem we all have is obscurity, right? No matter where you are, if it's version 1.0 or 10.0, there are people praying for the service of the product you have. The only thing is, is they don't know you exist. And I think podcasts are a great way to get out there and get that no like, and trust. And I love how Rand Fishkin of SEO Moz talks about that the best way to sell something today is not to sell anything, but to earn the respect, awareness, and trust of those who might buy. And I think that's really what people do on podcasts. And how did you end up in podcasts? Because I will tell you, looking back, I don't know how many years, maybe 10 years, you know, I'm trying to think back, when was the first time that I saw a podcast icon on my phone, noticed it, listened to a podcast. I know it definitely hasn't been decades. So somewhere in there, podcasts became a thing. And at some point in time, podcasts became your thing. So how did you end up where you are today? It's more of an evolution than a revolution. And actually, last week was the 20th anniversary of the first podcast. They came out in 2003. And so my background is inbound marketing, right? Using content to attract, engage, and delight customers. My last company, we built up all with that. It was the first e-commerce case study that HubSpot did. And the way we did it was guest blogging, right? Tapping into somebody's audience. Well, back in 2014, I had some people ask me, could you show me how to do that? I was in a mastermind with them. And by that time, I realized that blogs didn't work anymore. And I had listened to a lot of podcasts. And I hypothesized, huh, I bet you you could use podcast interviews 
almost like guest blogs, right? Tap into it, get that no like and trust. And so we started to test it. Flavia worked great. And we came up with a system and people were like, hey, can you do this for me? And I'm like, no, nah, let me just show you how to do it. And more and more clients came and said, listen, I want to be the guest. You take care of all the rest. And I'm like, oh, that's good copy. I'm going to take that. And so we started to test it and launched it in 2016. I was actually one of our early beta testers that gave us the name Interview Valet. He thought of it, bought the URL for us and actually gave it to me. Wow, that is amazing. And it is a great name, you know, and I've heard it left and right. So I, I was aware of you and your company long before we connected to have you on this podcast. So it's definitely become quite the successful brand. And with podcasts, we used to have radio shows. So even if podcasts are 20 years old now, it's not that the, the sort of like hearing and listening medium is new. That's, we've had radio shows, we've had all kinds of different marketing in the past and all kinds of different ways to share content, right? Even back from newsletters and magazines and, and all the rest. So mm -hmm. what is it that makes podcasts particularly compelling and popular in your opinion? To me, I think it's the, the intimacy and also the relationship that comes from it, right? There's a lot of things that people will tell you, oh, you're just one funnel away, right? nothing good in my life has ever come through a funnel, right? There's a place for marketing and automation, but the bigger the commitment, the more you have to know the person, right? You're not going to choose a lawyer, a doctor, a brand that is pivotal to your business, right? A consultant, just because maybe you saw them on a, a TikTok or they were doing a dance. No, it's going to have to take a conversation. And I think the powerful thing about podcast interviews is you can have that conversation when you want, where you want, even at speed you want. The other thing that's powerful about audio-only podcasts, right? A lot of them now have video, which you could argue isn't a podcast, but audio makes you listen to the content, right? You judge the person based on the content as opposed to, well, they're too old, they're too young, they don't look like me. It looks dated because, you know, the, the size of their lapels. No, people actually listen to it. And there's that intimacy of choosing to listen to it and then being in their ears when they're doing normal things in life without distractions. And what I love for me personally is being able to listen to podcasts at times where my hands are busy, my eyes are busy, but my ears are available. And that could be I'm driving, could be I'm working out on a treadmill, something where it's just so great to have something amazing to listen to that helps you pass that time. And so you get educated or entertained while doing something else. And for me, that is one of the huge benefits that you don't get by watching. You know, you can't watch YouTube and drive or you, sh you shouldn't. Anyone out there <laughs> who's watching YouTube and driving, you need to stop now. I often joke that I, I run at half X speed as I listen at 2X speed. And it's just how many other people go with me on runs? Well... I'm going to say lots and lots of podcasters and guests go, go with me on runs. So what are some of your favorite podcasts? Like if someone opened up your podcast app, and don't worry, I will not be offended if I'm not on that list because we all have our favorites. We have the, you know, the longtime podcast we've been listening to forever and maybe what's new and you're trying out. But right now, if you were to think, okay, what's the podcast I'm going to turn on when I go work out later today? Which podcast would that be? It's, I know it's already queued up for me, but I'm not sure which one it is. 
because I personally listen to all of our clients' first interview to give them feedback. And it's almost like roulette. I'm not sure what I'm going to be listening to, but I love it because like uh, I can remember one time somebody asked me, what was the last time, last podcast you listened to? Pulled it up and I'm like, adoption now. And there was this <laughs> pause and it's like, um, why is a 58-year-old man listening to an adoption now podcast, right? I finally got to be an empty nester. Well, one of our clients was on that. And it was so interesting because it forced me to listen to something totally new, something that I wouldn't. And I learned so much from it. One of the things I love about podcasting is that it exposes us to all these new things, but yet often we just choose the echo chamber of something that is totally that we know. And it just confirms what we already know and that we're right. So I often choose encourage people to just at random, like pick a podcast that you know nothing about, right? Or maybe even they think a little bit differently than you, right? Because you'll learn a lot from that. You don't have to agree with them on everything, but I guarantee you it will be a more challenging and a more memorable one than if you just listen to something that you already knew. And what I love is just kind of like there's a magazine for every hobby, like the, the most obscure hobby, you know, like macrame with watercolor dyes or whatever hobby you want to think of. I'm sure there's a magazine for it. And now because of podcasts in the last two decades, there's also a podcast for your favorite hobby, whatever that might be, the thing you're into. And then, like you said, we can dip our toes and listen in on something that we think we might want to get into or that maybe is not a huge part of our lives now, but we want to learn more about it. And it is Sony, no matter what you adopt a puppy. Okay. Now you can subscribe to 10 uh, how to train your dog podcasts. You decide you want to take up sailing. Well, you know what? You can just jump into these conversations with people who are all about sailing. And I think that's beautiful. Uh, it is. And one of our team members is a client account manager. And after about a year, one of her friends told her that she was like the most well-rounded person that she could talk to anybody about anything uh, at a party. And it was really because she had spoken to so many different clients, so many different podcasters. And she might not know everything about sailing, but she's probably listened to one or two podcasts about sailing. So she could uh, talk about that. You know, if it was puppies, maybe there was two puppy podcasts that she had listened to and was able to pull a few things out of there that she could be conversing about. I'm going to say the only downside to a puppy podcast is with puppies, you actually kind of want the video, right? Vlog or something because puppies are just <laughs> so cute. So there's probably a little bit missing from the puppy podcast. And that's that we can't see those little pups. But so tell us a little bit about what you're up to. I know you've written a great book. What's that book about? Why did you write that book? A lot of our listeners are aspiring authors. So tell us about that journey. Yeah, it, it was in my head for a long time. It's called Podcast Guest Profits, How to Build Your Business with the Targeted Interview Strategy. And really, it's what we had learned over the years. And people would say, well, how do you do it? And I try to explain it to them. And it's hard to explain in, you know, a sentence or, you know, five minutes. So I just wrote everything out. I got a partner, a sort of a, a writing coach that helped me turn it more into a story. And it was a fun process. And I got a lot of clarity through it. And it's brought a lot of value. There's other agencies like ours that have said that they built their business off of my book. And I'm like, that's great. I'm glad it was helpful to you, right? There's a lot of people that have used it and been able to, to leverage the information to get results. 
And then other people just read the book and they're like, wow, this person knows what they're talking about. I want to work with them. So it's one of those things where writing a book is a lot of work. It's a huge commitment where you never want to finish it, right? There's always something more to do. But at a certain point, you say, this is good enough here. I'm going to put it out into the world. And uh, then the real work begins to, to, to share it with the world. And the book now is six years old, but I've gotten requests from people, are you going to do an updated version? And I'm looking to do that, but it gets more popular year after year. And uh, it's, it's amazing when I talk with somebody and they're like, hey, I read your book. And I'm like, that's great. Uh, you know, I never would have thought as an engineer that I would ever write a book that uh, people actually read. That's amazing. How do people get a hold of the book? So what what did you self-publish? Do you go traditional? Where do you sell the book so people can get a hold of it? Oh, yeah. So I had an offer from a publisher and I was going to go with them. And then I realized that it was going to be eight months before it was out. And I just looked at that and thought, patience is a virtue. It's not one I have. I wanted to get it out there. So self-published it went back and did the audio version of it too. It's on Amazon, you know, I, but I probably give away more copies than I sell on Amazon uh, and not trying to, um, to sell the book here. If anybody wants a free copy of it, feel free. Just go to interviewvalet.com forward slash lifestyle. And Flavia, I'll put a page up. And if anybody's listened to this, just go there. If you're in the States, I'll mail you a book. Or if you're outside the States, I'm happy to email you one. Well, that is amazing because there are a lot of entrepreneurs who are trying to get the word out of what they're doing. And uh, marketing is, like you said, something you can do in a targeted way, something you can do in a more sort of shotgun approach. But with podcasts, it really is a way to have one conversation with maybe one host or what, you know, one person, maybe two co-hosts. That one conversation can be heard by so many people if it's in a podcast medium. And I think that is the goal for entrepreneurs is to have people learn about them and who they are and what they're up to and what they're offering. And podcasts really do offer that. I have lots of guests here on the podcast where I'm just so fascinated by their story and what they do, you included. 30 years ago, you would have never thought I'm going to carve out a career around this thing called podcasts. They weren't even around. And then look at you now. And I think there's a lot of people that listen to this show who today have no idea what they're going to be doing in five years, or they may have they may have a plan. And then when the next couple of years, they, they take pivot and that plan changes and they end up somewhere completely different. That's why I love life and being an entrepreneur, because really the sky's the limit. So what's next for you? Where are you going from here? Are there any future plans that would change what you're doing currently? Or are you just going to stay the course and do what you're doing now? Well, I, I always like have one thing after this and everything leads to the next, right? I started in the military, then went to corporate, then built an e-commerce business that came into interview valet. So I'm excited to see where it goes. But the thing I'm most excited about now is building my team to give me more freedom. So we've got a team of 30, all geographically remote, and it gives me an opportunity to go around, see them, see clients. Uh, we love to travel. And, you know, I, I look at it and say, 10 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, this business would have to be in New York or LA. And now I'm running it from Kalamazoo, Michigan, right? And most of the time, I shouldn't say most, but probably a good quarter of the year, I'm not home, right? We're traveling 
So building that business so that we can have the lifestyle we want. And from that standpoint, then I don't have to think about ever retiring, right? I want to build this up. I want to build the team up so that we can, can do more, serve more, and really to me, meet more people. And for any entrepreneur who's thinking of delegating more, outsourcing more, scaling, what advice would you have for them if today they are a true solopreneur, but they have aspirations to do what you've done and build a team? What do you think they should do as one of their first baby steps towards that goal? I would say start looking at things that you don't like to do or or things that you don't excel at. Right. I can I can do accounting, but I'm not good at it and I don't like it. It drains my energy. But to talk on podcasts, to evangelize, to do the sales, I love to do that. So really, it's really been more my solo starting off as a solopreneur and saying, I don't like to do this portion. I'm going to get somebody to help me with that. And originally it was independent contractors, virtual assistants, right? And to have that entire team there. So you have the mentality of a solopreneur. And I think even the people that work for me, you know, they're psychologically self-employed. They they manage themselves. Oh, and I just get to to lead them. So I would say, what things do you want to take off your plate first? The things that you don't want to do, there's someone else that loves doing those. Give them the chance. And for anyone listening who's thinking, I listen to podcasts, but I'm not a person who's going to be a star of a podcast episode. I'm not going to go out there and tell people, hey, will you interview me? What would you tell that entrepreneur to sort of put them over the edge that this is something they should consider as an important part of their marketing plan? Yeah. And so many of our clients come to us with that concern, right? I'm not an expert. Right. And I even saw that from the beginning. And it was actually a friend of mine that probably a dozen years ago said the legal definition of an expert is someone that knows more by their training, by their experience than the average person. Right. So sometimes that's, you know, they've got a PhD. Other times it's just that they've been working in this in this field. Right. Um, And we all have expertise. Right. If you're working in your business, you know, more about that than all of your customers, right? Because you're there day in and day out. If you've passed fourth grade math, man, you are a genius to somebody that's trying to figure out second grade math. And I think one of the big things is that we all underestimate what we know and overestimate what other people know, right? And one thing, my phrases that I always use is what's ordinary to you is amazing to others. So I would just encourage you, what you know could help other people. And I used to be able to say, well, I just live in Kalamazoo, Michigan, so I really can't help that many people. Well, no, today with podcasts, with digital marketing, you can put that information out there. And to me, podcasts are easy, right? Writing you know, can be a, a chore to me. It feels like a homework assignment. For some people, writing blogs is great. Other people love to be in front of the camera. Great. Videos are great for them. But for me to sit down and have a conversation here with you, Flavia, is is fun. And it's so powerful that people can hear it. You can repurpose it in other ways. So I would say if you love listening to podcasts, just try being on a podcast. You know, you don't have to have your own show. That's a big commitment. But see what shows you could add value to and uh, reach out to them to be a guest. And how do you keep yourself not just sort of sane and, and balanced, but you do all this travel. What are some of your favorite hobbies and, and how does this career, what you do, enable you to do all of those things? 
Yeah. And I don't know, maybe if maybe we're entrepreneurs and that means we're a little bit unsane, right? We're, we're definitely different. And I think the different makes us powerful. But to me, it's like, where do I get energy? And to me, I get energy from talking with people, being with people. So trying to use my business to, to do that. So today here I am sitting in, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, right? Talking to somebody in San Diego. Earlier today, I talked with somebody in England. Later on, I'll be talking to somebody in Hawaii. So it's like, it's, it's amazing the connections you can have there. And then also with the team members all over and with clients all over, Every time I go someplace, there's somebody that I know, somebody that I can connect with, somebody that is a friend, but I've probably never really met in real life. And also, it's a business expense, right? The joke is, is that uh, entrepreneurs, when they do it right, there's no vacations. There's just business trips, right? I'm going here and there's, I'm going to see somebody. And uh, it's that whole idea of work-life integration, not work-life balance. Oh, I love that term, work-life integration. That is what it is all about. That is for sure. So if somebody wants to follow up with you, they're interested in interview valet or just you, Tom, in general and your book and what you do, what is the best place for them to go where they can connect? Yeah, I I mentioned it before. I'll put everything there at interviewvalet.com forward slash lifestyle. So I'll put my calendar scheduling link, all my social media. You can get a free copy of the book uh, there. And all that information will be there. If this resonated with you, if it's like, huh, that's interesting, please definitely check it out because what you know could help a whole lot of people. And uh, being, being the best kept secret doesn't help you and it doesn't help them. Well, it's been such a pleasure, Tom, to speak with you, who you are the godfather of podcasts. And I just, I think this is great. So thank you. And for anyone that's out there, you know, there's podcasts that are waiting to have your voice and to have you join them to speak about what you do and inspire others and teach and mentor and yes, sometimes entertain. So definitely get yourself out there. Contact Tom and his company. Again, interviewvalet.com forward slash lifestyle. Tom, it's been so great to have you on the show today. I just love talking with you. Thank you, Flavia. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www.kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.